Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the insta-queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Well, hello there, folks. It's great to have you back on Channel Ireland today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hang on. Who invited, you know, just, Pastor Roberts to the equation? Just for a bit of context, uh, Earth Callers, Ed gave me a bit of feedback when I started my usual intro this episode. He said, look, Laszlo, I think, firstly, it doesn't make sense when you say, welcome Earth Callers to Earth Calling. It's very clunky and doesn't really, you know, flow well. And then and then he said, you know, Laszlo, just, just be you. Just let yourself, you know... Let yourself, let yourself go. Let yourself go. So, well, it turns out that the real you is actually a sort of um, <laughs> a kind of confused Irish pastor. Fergus, from... Fergus from the back room. You know, he's not, he's not even client facing. Yes. Uh, anyway, welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Ed, any news from your side? How, how are you in the in the land of podcast celebrity? How are you faring? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really well. I've had a haircut. That's my big news. And for those who are tuning into our new Instagram video content, you will see that I've had I've been sheared like a like a sheep that's been out on the on the moorland for far too long. I've been brought in and trimmed down to size, um, slightly sharper uh, cut than I was expecting. But um, I think she was a bit a bit excited to be back at the, the scissors after so long. But no, it was great. I've, I've ba- had a cut back at the swiveling chair. Yeah. Back at the exactly. Swivelcher. Sweeney bloody Todd. I I have not had a cut, and anyone who <laughs> anyone who is following us on Instagram and will eventually see the video content that we release for this episode will will definitely be able to confirm that I I am shaggy as the the sheep which um, is Ed's friend on the moors but didn't visit the barbershop because barbershops are still not open in my city, and you haven't resorted for the the kind of lockdown 1.0 self self-shave situation which i think is for the best although you could perhaps comb it i don't know <laughs> anyway um that's good, that's good. stop with the uh, stop Not... with the insults but no yeah. we've uh, this is a nice segue as we like to segue i wanted to highlight our instagram account which many of you follow us on but if you don't head on over to earth underscore calling underscore pod because we have actually started doing some video content which we think you might enjoy little clips little funny bits Anyway, I'm just going to share a little bit of feedback from somebody that messaged us this week. I will keep her anonymous, but where is she from? Let's say she is from South Africa, okay? And so she says, Ed and Laszlo, exclamation mark, excited. I've been a mega fan of your podcast ever since I went on a date with a guy about a month ago. And later in the evening, at the strangest of moments, he started playing one of Earth Calling's early episodes. A risky move on his part, but one that went down a treat. A highlight of the date, no doubt. <laughs> uh, I've recommended Earth Calling to lots of friends who've also loved it. Big fan. So hang um, on, big... hang on a second. There's, <laughs> there's just so much to discuss here because 
I would argue, okay, I would argue that a date where one person, one of the two parties is suggesting listening to an entire 40-minute podcast episode yeah. is perhaps <laughs> not one generating the kind of normal yeah. levels of conversation that, that would mean a good date. I also I also love the fact that she's referred to one of the early episodes and you know not only is that a bit of a flex showing that she knows you know it's ba- it's a bit like referring to kind of Kurt Cobain's back catalog you know the early stuff the good stuff um, showing she's a true fan because if I'm honest I'm slightly nervous about some of those early episodes where we were still finding our feet but um, so she's probably listened to this at this date and how badly was the date going where the guy's gone want to kick back with a podcast want to <laughs> podcast and chill oh we both said oh. that at the same time yeah but no big shout out to our listener we shall call her Anna um, from Cape Town not her real name Anna not her real town <laughs> could be actually I'm not sure where she's from but um, anyway thank you for tuning in and, and do feel free to share other similar stories about where you're listening and how you how you like to get the content download I've heard a lot of people like to listen whilst walking their dogs less interesting uh, but probably more practical so the platform on the chopping block this week Laszlo yes it is called Next Door it people is. have looked at the title they're confused they're thinking what is this they're thinking girl next door. They're thinking, you know, yep. nosy neighbours. And in a yes. way, oh. it's almost in the intersect of it. It's not really. So, oh, yeah. so, yes, I did not really know much about next door before researching for this episode. And I've since discovered the wonderful world of these neighbourhoods that are connected online in this kind of Facebook newsfeed type community. And mm-hmm. just the various... Uh, interesting topics that come up in this kind of community setting and obviously we'll talk about that later but Ed I'd I'd like to know who thought up this fantastic idea and what the story is of its founding. Absolutely well one other thing I would just say another great example of interaction with our fan base is that this was a suggestion when we posted on Instagram what platform should we cover so Again, won't reveal the real name, but shout out to not her real name, Samantha, who suggested next door. Thank from you so Samantha much. Samantha from Joburg, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> also, Earth Callers, you do have a voice, okay? Samantha and yes. Anna have proven that you have a voice. Anyway, next door. So, Laszlo, you're quite right. It is a neighborhood style platform. It is essentially like bringing Facebook to the local hood, the local neighborhood. And I think, you know, it's in some ways I would liken it to Mumsnet meets Facebook meets some geolocation app. Find my friends, maybe. And essentially, yes, it enables neighbours to talk to each other online about things that are going on in their community. So in terms of the founding story, which we, we always like to do here at Earth Calling, this one, we returned to our roots. We did a bit of a segue via um, Sweden for Spotify, and we went to Japan for the Imoji, and we also went to, well, unknown for blockchain and cryptocurrency with Satoshi Nakamoto. This week, we're back to California and San Francisco for a great founding story of <laughs> Nirav Tolia, Sara Leary, and Prakash Janirakman. And, sorry, and David Weissman, who founded this platform in 2008. Always surprising how long ago these things were founded. But so um, Nextdoor was founded in 2008. Early investors included the likes of Benchmark Capital and Shasta Ventures. We see them in the mix a lot with some of these great uh, Silicon Valley 
success stories. They raised a whole bunch of venture money in 2012 and kicked off the platform for real in 2014, where it started gathering strength and um, much more users. Now, that's kind of the bare bones of the founding story itself. I wouldn't say there's any real highlights except for the following, which is a rather interesting anecdote about the founder. So Nirav Tolia in 2014 the then CEO, was in fact charged with felony hit-and-run for allegedly fleeing the crash of two vehicles on Highway 101 in Brisbane, California, which left a woman injured. Now, I would just like to highlight um, a quotation that comes with this uh, anecdote, which is the following. It is ironic that the CEO of a company that is holding itself out as trying to promote neighbourliness, crime watch, and things like this has himself fled the scene of an accident that he caused and does not bother to call 911 or stay around to even exchange information or see if he has caused any injuries, said the woman's attorney. So yeah, I mean, he pleaded no contest and served 30 days of community service in lieu of jail time. What, by the way, felony. You always hear this in America. Felony. Yeah, it was a classic. felony charge. Classic. Oh, he pleaded it down to a misdemeanor. And it's like, what is that? <laughs> misdemeanor sounds like you're sort of spitting gum out but, on the street. Maybe that is what it is. Isn't felony just at the at the top of the hierarchy of severity of crime? And I realize that's an that incredibly right? convoluted sentence. I think, but a felony is, is like a... It's a, a major crime. It's considered a major crime, right? But is that, I don't know, because is there also a state versus federal level stuff? Because some things are f- punishment in federal prison versus in state oh. prison or the county jail. And I wonder whether felony is only for stuff that's breaking federal law, i.e. the US maybe that's law. It. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe fe- yeah. Maybe felony is a, a federal infringement. I think it might be a federal crime, but it's, it's all these terms like felony and misdemeanor and Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent and yeah, yeah. But a hit and run. So naughty, naughty Nirav. But subsequently, the platform has risen to international prominence. In 2017, they acquired the UK local social network service Street Life in a multi-million pound deal. And the platform has continued to grow ever since. It's uh, it's faced various concerns about privacy, like many of these social networks over the years, but by and large has ticked along at a, at a pretty impressive growth rate and is the topic of discussion for today. With that in mind, Laszlo, yes. would you like to run us through your experience with the platform? Did you did you sign up? I'm imagining that you created an account. Absolutely. Probably knowing you, you decided to create an account for some kind of niche area that you thought would be funny <laughs> rather than actually making one for Berlin. Or <laughs> uh, Upsettingly, you're spot on. I, I decided <laughs> not to go down the path of, of fact. I very much uh, went exploring the, the path of fiction. And I'm very glad to announce that... Um, in terms of my internet self, I have moved to Charleston, South Carolina. So oh, I'm, from golly, the golly deep, I'm from the deep south. And oh, the only reason you chose this was so that you can get it out. Was, yes, it was so I could take accent. the spotlight for once from you and, you know, and to pump, <laughs> pump my own accents as opposed to having, having to be on the other side of the, uh, the screen. <laughs> Um, okay. But actually, I, I just wanted to see what uh, what <laughs> rural Americans were talking about. Although, actually, I went for a city because I didn't, you know, I, I suppose mm. the Glassdoor communities of rural South Carolina are not too populated. Mm. Next door. Glassdoor yeah. is something else. But anyway, yeah. Glassdoor is something door. else. Yeah. Annoyingly, by the way, I wanted to change my neighborhood um, after perusing Charleston to somewhere like Harlem. But you can only change your neighborhood once every 30 days. 
Mm, which we makes... can't be moving, moving that well, often mate. exactly exactly but walk us through so you so how does it work when you sign up you actually yeah you, you, yeah it's very simple it's very simple you, you sign up you put you put in your postcode your address and it just plumps you in the kind of vague neighborhood or area that mm. that um next door has designated for for you for your address and then uh, you, the main view you get is basically imagine a Facebook newsfeed where only the posts you see are from the residents of that neighborhood and mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of tagged according to the vague theme of that uh, post. People can comment, like, share all, all the stuff. For Charleston, at least, I managed to identify several main areas of posts, which are not the official tags given to these posts. Mm-hmm. Just By the way, I... is, it, is it Charleston, just Charleston, or are there different neighborhoods no, within Charleston? It's, it's, it's called North central <laughs> it's called mm. North did you look Cent- it up is that is that a is that a rather nice part of town or is that uh, downtown well i mean <laughs> judging from the the kind of the various the concerns needs of the- and complaints yeah. of the community like can someone tell me what this bird is <laughs> it's, kind of, <laughs> it's fairly these people don't have too many problems okay. um and you know they're recommending the the local danish cafe so the the the, the concerns of north uh, north central charleston the accent will get better please bear with me it will get better <laughs> i've just gotta i've gotta ease into it part of the reason i chose by the way i love so I, i'm pretty sure at least when i signed up you have to use your full name and in any post that you you know adds the platform it says your full name to to include like to encourage people being honest and talking to other people directly and without hiding behind pseudonyms and so the idea of this who is this fine upstanding young gentleman laszlo barclay i gather he's new to the neighborhood and somebody's told me he's coming in from berlin which sounds mighty foreign to me you're you always go so colonial but anyway i'll try and emulate that vague theme that vague tone of accent (laughs) because we you know let's keep it consistent Anyway, so in in North Central Charleston, I'd say that there are four main areas identified of of post type. And one of these themes I would just call very simply meet and greet. So you've you've kind of got, you know, someone someone just being like, hello, everyone. My name's Bill Browder. Been uh, living in North Central 40 years. Just moved down to East Almond Street. Great to meet y'all. And then you get people commenting and being like, Great to meet you, Bill. Um, I personally, I, I lived on Elman Street for two years. Uh, you know, those pigeons get on your nerves, don't they? <laughs> they sure do down on Elman Street. Sure Not do. to be confused with Peanut Street just up the road. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because there are, of course, you know, older uh, members of the of the mm. next door community, and particularly in North Central, I found that the average age is definitely on <laughs> the, the demographic on the, on the higher side. And it's just funny because these older members of the community. They're all very cordial and very polite, and these threads can just go on forever where everyone's just chipping in and being like, so great to meet y'all. It's like, are you actually talking about anything, or is it just a greet? Anyway. Oh, well, thank you kindly. Well, welcome to the community. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, no, thank you, sir. Yeah. But that's, okay, so that's that's meet and greet. That's that's meet and greet, yes. Mm. Another peculiar, a peculiar theme to the North Central Charleston community is what I like to call what's this item or what's this <laughs> item in English speak. Now, this is where, you know, some confused person has just found an item possibly in the cellar of their house and they've posted a photo of it to the group just Amazing. being like, what is this? And this thread in particular was just so funny because a woman who, let's call her... Carol Smithson. 
Oh, very nice. The surname could have been easier Smartson, to pronounce. Smartson, I think Smartson. Smartson, Carol Smartson. She posted <laughs> one day ago in Harleston Village. She posted a picture of this kind of weird tool, which has got kind of four uh, little inclines in this rack, which looks like you grill it. And she says, does anybody know what this is? <laughs> and and it's, just, it's just so funny because the comments couldn't be more American. So Cindy Chip saying... Deep frying donuts? Just a guess. <laughs> then, then you da- been deep frying those donuts again, Betty? <laughs> then David chips in. It's a cor- it's a carb corn roaster. <laughs> it's it's like, a carb I corn bloody roaster. love roasted corn. That's great. <sighs> and to be fair, I love donuts as well. Um, yeah. I'm wondering. Then, you didn't give us a very good mental picture of what this instrument okay, is, but in I my think head, it's because I was like a, the head yeah. of a rake. I would say is that. I, mm, I, well, firstly, I want to say I was more concerned with doing the accent correctly, which is definitely why yeah, the actual panicked, description yeah. suffered. Let's go back to my my. You know, so it's essentially a series of inclines, is what you said. Um, I don't know what that meant at all. I think yeah. it's because I, I think it's because I recognise that the word incline would be quite good to pronounce in a southern, a southern drawl. Okay. Oh, okay. It's got a handle. Um, and yep. the handle is leading to this rectangular kind of mesh, like wire mesh. Yep. And in that mesh, you've got these. Uh, it's a tennis racket. Uh, it's like a rectangular <laughs> tennis racket, but there's only... Or one of those electric fly swatters. Sort of, but imagine that you've got like four bottle racks in that uh, metal uh, mesh. So like bottle holders, which is why if you imagine someone commented saying it's a carb uh, corn roaster. And by the way, it, I'm pretty it. sure it is a carb corn roaster. Yeah, um, yeah. It, okay, maybe I should just say it's a carb corn roaster. <laughs> Oh, okay, so it's, we know it's a cob corn roaster. I just didn't What's amazing because... is that all of our audience have now got a cob corn roaster. They can picture it. <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> like, who's that? Who yeah. knows what a cob corn roaster looks like? But, anyway, the, but that... the best thing is, so after David chipped in and saying it's a cob corn roaster, Matthew agreed, corn grill thing. And then Barbara yeah. Barbara said, definitely corn on cob holder for the grill. And, <laughs> and fi- finally, just to top it off, Francis, you know, to put... put Francis has realised that next door is a very convenient image comment feature. So Francis posts an image of this with corns in it, saying, uh. "Missing the top, I think." And, and this, <laughs> this thing is this thing's meant to have a top, which makes a lot of sense. So good. Yeah. I love it how these people are just sitting at home and what they've they've seen already the correct answer given by you know the second poster and they've all still chimed in anyway. I don't know whether it's to sort of demonstrate their their knowledge of the corn cob roaster product line or maybe it's affirming the the previous one was like what he said yep that you got it right there boy that's a con i think it is it's also confusing because the like structure at least to millennial the like structure does not make sense to me because um the original person who who spotted it was a cob corn roaster has actually got fewer likes than the second person who just said corn grill thing so oh well maybe uh, corn grill things a bit more kind of just hits to the point Cornbread thing. Yeah, cornbread yeah. thing. So that was. Um, oh, and then, sorry, very, on, lastly on this, I just want to say that it's quite funny uh, because Jim, he pipes up um, an hour later after after this has basically been put to bed by the image. I, I, I don't want to assume, but I think Jim might be one of our older members of the community. And he just, he just pipes up saying, wine carrier. Like, Jim, look, Jim, we've put this to bed. We've de- we know what it is. We're it's roasting not- corn, Jim. Why you keep trying to bring your Merlot to the occasion? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then another very prominent area of discussion in this Charleston 
community is uh, I want to label it Crime Watch. It's all the people looking out for the community, making sure everyone stays mm. safe. And this post by dear Lisa really stood out to me. So she starts off, stolen purse while eating outside. Oh, you know, I feel I made progress with the accent and then I really yeah, just uh, a took downhill. a step back there. Yeah. <laughs> stolen purse while eating outside. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Grammatically, that, that could mean all sorts of things. Does that mean that yeah, the purse bear... was eating? Does that mean <laughs> Exactly. That, it's kind of yeah. the, 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 the bear eats, shoots and leaves. Anyway. Exactly. Me and friend were eating dinner tonight outside at Sorghum and Salt on Cumming Street. Oh, that's and, great. And, uh, and around Sorghum 920... Sorghum and Salt. <laughs> Sorghum and Salt. It sounds like something <laughs> from Harry Potter and Nocturne Alley. Yeah. <laughs> Bergen and, and Bots, whatever that. <laughs> um, Borgen and Burks, anyway. And, oh, and around sorry. 920, a man walked by our table and then came back and grabbed my friend's purse, ran down the street and jumped into his running Kia SUV and turned left on Cannon Street and almost hit a group of girls, so you should also hear yelling if you have a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all one, one sentence. That's all one sentence. Yeah. Part one. Part two. If anyone lives in that area and has something on their outdoor camera that we could give to the police, it would be helpful. The vehicle had out-of-state plates. We think Idaho, and we're not sure on the color. I have reported this information to the police. <gasps> the pesky Idaho bunch. They're always they're always a real racketeering type. Those, no. those Idaho, the, the Idaho mafia. A lot of potatoes in Idaho, actually. The Idaho russet is the... Most widely used potato, I believe, in the States and is what is used by McDonald's to give their French fries that wonderful long out of the box kind of curvy vibe. So wow. a little, little factoid just to throw in there, the Idaho russet. I get, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to struggle to find a compartment in my mind to, to kind of <laughs> la- label that fact with. I, I hope I hope our listeners... Yeah. Just, just wedge it in between kind of vegan recipes of the year and chess masterpieces part three, you know. Oh, wedge it in wedges. Cas- wedge it in wedges. Yeah. Very nice. Potato wedges. Yeah. Yeah. So on my side, I decided to do something very similar, except being the honest Tom that I am, I actually went for my own area. So I signed up for the Gloucester Road next door. Now, this is actually, you know, from my perspective, this is a bit of a relief, to be honest, because it means that we're probably guaranteed a segment where Ed doesn't actually whip out an accent (laughs) unless, unless, and I'm very fearful of this, unless he's dug up the only posts on this bloody Gloucester Road community, which are, you know, by some Australian or by some... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hi everyone, I'm Brett from Sydney, just looking to crack a few jars and make some friends around here. Where's a good pub at? No, sadly there wasn't any of that. But I looked at Gloucester Road, which is where I live, as those who followed me very briefly on Strava before I disabled it uh, will know. Um, And I found a couple of of, um, fun things. A lot of the usual stuff that you mentioned about crime. Lots of people pointing out very usefully, I'm sure, uh, sort of loitering men, loitering with intent, uh, which is always another good phrase that you hear bandied around a lot. Loitering with intent as opposed to loitering without intent. Not sure what that looks like. But so I found um, a particularly amusing one, which I wanted to share. And this is from someone who we shall call Sophie can't do an accent for her her, because I assume she's probably English but um, anyway so she goes spider help full stop (laughs) as a woman living by myself with a major 
fear of spiders, I would like to know if anybody in the Gloucester Road area would be willing to offer their help by ethical removal when I come across one, brackets, quite often. I'm willing to offer small financial reward for assistance in each case. Hope to hear from someone posted in the general feed. So, I mean, we'll pause there. Obviously, poor Sophie's obviously terrified of spiders. I, I was trying to think, is this actually an elaborate kind of... Is she actually a drug dealer? Is Spider yeah. actually crack cocaine? Yeah. Is she actually yeah. selling all sorts of, I don't know what. But actually having, you know, reviewed some of her other posts, I think she is actually just terrified of spiders. So anyway, we, we move into the, the comment section and we see a variety of responses. First comment up is from a German sounding name. Uh, let's call him Thomas. And he says, hello. It seems that spiders hate the smell of horse chestnuts. <laughs> my, my, my neighbor had some years ago and he had a real infestation and he called in the pest controller and he brought horse chestnut spray and it seems there has been no problem since then. Worse a try, I think. Good luck. There I was, even <laughs> prefacing this section by saying that Ed wouldn't find a way to wedge in an accent and he does. And I'm impressed, actually. To Idaho, to Idaho russet wedge a few impressions in. But of course, you, you saying that made me all the more keen to do it. So horse chestnuts are the antidote to spiders, basically. Yeah, exactly. So um, Sophie's then replied saying, hey, I'm going to try this. I actually already use peppermint and lemon in sprays and diffusers, and they definitely help. Thank you very much. And then someone's just come in, Alex, we'll call him, going, happy to help. What is the reward, though, for a successful catch? <laughs> I think, ooh, um, okay. Uh, she replies, "Yeah, <laughs> go on." This is this is yeah. Th this guy is a, a spider bounty hunter, and he, he keeps yeah. his he keeps his victims in uh, in glass <laughs> cases. But it's like his trophies. Exactly. Look, if I'm honest, Sophie, um, I, I know my way around a, a spider's web. I've seen a few in my time, but uh, don't get out of bed for less than two hundred quid. So. Yeah, did, talking that did, kind of did a bit of work for a uh, a lady called Charlotte at Charlotte actually. Um, very quite, good. Quite a large web. Yeah, yeah very yeah. nice web. Yeah. Low hanging. I've got experience in the uh, forbidden forest, as it happens. Uh, quite <laughs> webby that lot. <laughs> yeah, Ch charming bloke Aragog. <laughs> yeah, took down Aragog ethically, of course, as you specify <laughs> in your description. She's then replied going, why, thank you. I would propose a rate equivalent to one hour's worth of cleaning or double that for inconvenient time or size of spider. Plus any costs of travel would be reimbursed. I mean, so I love that. English. Sorry, size of spider. Cost so, of travel. So, you know, Alex has <laughs> kind of been like, of course, uh, that is reasonable. Of course, if uh, if the spider exceeds two and a half inches, I will have to charge uh, double. <laughs> but but oh, exactly. for a, a, thumb a thumbnail size spider, I could uh, do a, a, a smaller, smaller job. Yeah, and how does a daddy long legs factoring because they're very spindly but they've got but really not long technically diameter. spiders either so maybe he's got a totally oh. different rate for spiders that's a real flex there so talk us through that daddy long legs is not a spider is it well now i'm worried because you think that was a flex i just thought that was a uh hang on a second you'll hear the the sound of my keys <laughs> frantically tapping away, tapping I, away. Thought, I thought that uh, the daddy long legs was famous for its potent venom but inability to pierce skin with its weak teeth and therefore is one of the most dangerous spiders but also one of the most pathetically weak spiders right so okay i'm just totally wrong i'm just totally wrong daddy long legs is a spider right yeah <laughs> okay. 
Um, so everyone will also enjoy a little insight, which is that I control a lot of the editing of these podcasts, and we will definitely be leaving in that particular no. interlude. I'm sorry, Laszlo, but okay, everybody fine, should know fine. the truth. Well, I think it's about time for Laszlo's listicles. Laszlo's listicles. Laszlo's listicles. Boy, boy. Still working on that uh, jingle. Don't worry, Earthcallers. We will have one. Well, maybe we could outsource it to the fans. If yeah, I think I've said that before. No, no, nothing through <laughs> just yet. But um, anyway, exactly. not musically not much, gifted. Not much feedback yeah. from. Yeah. But anyway, for for this segment, I thought we could return to. South Carolina to Charleston and what I'm going to ask you to do Ed is one of the features of Nextdoor is this segment called Local Deals which is where businesses mm. get to advertise their services with you know appetizing discounts and obviously they're quite specific to the area in which these businesses operate so I'd really like you to try and guess some of the industries or some of the businesses which are advertising their their services at discounts on Nextdoor. So on the page that I've got for my very specific area of North Central, there are 10, conveniently 10, services being offered. And I really want you to guess what services there are. Excellent. Well, let me just situate myself right back in Charleston and uh, have a little think about if I was wandering the streets of, was it North Charleston on a North Friday Central. afternoon in the sun? North Central. What, what would I be looking at? Um, well, I'd say there's got to be some nice sporting goods in there. And when I say sporting, I mean fishing and hunting. And so we probably got something from... Big Bob's Billy Bass Shack, perhaps, uh, perhaps something like a, a nice Big fish Bob's. rod with some. Sorry, sorry. Big, this, the name of this business is theoretically Big Bob's Billy Bass Shack. It's kind of like Bob. You've been doing this bee thing for 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 so long. Why don't you just end it on a bee? Don't don't put in shack at the end. Big Bob's Billy Bass Boathouse. There we go. Um, and so, uh, no, so I think there's probably something from, from Big Big Bob's Billy Bass Boathouse, which is uh, maybe some uh, some bait, some some chum for the for the fishing uh, for the carp. Chum. And, uh, you just wanted to say the word chum, didn't you? <laughs> some chum for the for the carp, and maybe some fishing rods. Otherwise, it could be kind of dick sporting goods, which could be some hunting um, if you're going to go duck hunting and you're wearing like some high vis jackets. So I think there's the kind of hunting and okay. outdoors category. Let me let me just interject by just giving you a bit of help. So you've gone very much on this kind of outdoors and let's say goods. I want you to think more mm. about services and specifically oh, services. like okay. neighborhood services. At, got it. Think got about it, got the it. home. The home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a rather nice, well-heeled district, as you said. So I'm imagining yes. there will probably be some uh, pool maintenance services, probably. It's people sort of offering to come around and clean your pool. You might have some landscapers or people who are willing to mow your lawn. Um, if it's neighborhood services, may- maybe some kind of uh, some dog grooming, perhaps, um, or pet pet-related services. I don't really know. It's hard to yeah, yeah. hard to situate. It's tricky. There. It's tricky. I think once I once I talk you through them, you'll you'll realize quite how um how immediately you can visualize what they are. Two of the services here are pressure washing of decks. Like oh, the deck, decking. Yeah, decking yeah I do decking. love my decking. So, so okay. two of the fifty percent off pressure washing 
or soft <laughs> soft washing as we call it. Uh, the deal's ending soon, so any Charleston locals tuning in today, please do um, make the most of that. And then, I love this because I have no idea what this means, but the company Codings to Go has got a free concrete coating estimate. Wait, concrete coating? Who's free... putting that on their house? Is that, I... is that for sort of the doomsday bunker? It might be for the doomsday for the bunker. pesky Joe Biden gets into power, <laughs> we're all going to have to retreat into the bunker. It might be that. I think the the concrete coating is... I, I think it's probably for your porch, you know, or the driving space where your car rolls up. You need a... Uh, it's tricky mm. to, to estimate yourself how much concrete that's going to be. You've got to get some professionals true, um, in. True. And then the last one is just quite vague, but it's um, it's just 10% off labor. So it's just labor. Oh, just, oh just man a- with a van type. A- yeah. any, any labor rather than a woman kind of turns up and gives birth. It's not that kind of, it's, it's more. It, it could be a discount on your, on your childbirth, but it, it, yeah. just if you've got any labor needed, they'll sort it out for a 10% um, discount. 10% off labor. Yes. Does that yeah, does that mean it's delivered in 8.9 months maybe? 8.1 bugger. No, 8.1 <laughs> shit. I'm so bad at maths. What are you trying to do? What's what's 10% of 9? 0.9, so that would be 8.1 months for the delivery if it's 10% off labor. It was a very convoluted joke for which I apologize. Oof. And this episode of Laszlo's Listicles ends with an absolute stinker. And if this part is kept in by the ruthless editor of Earth Calling, who's already said they're going to expose my own inaccuracies, I would just hope that our listeners get to, to, to witness yeah, that. To, to get to listen to my abysmal maths. Not only my abysmal maths, but my abysmal jokes. Uh, I will leave that in for sure as a as a token um, in exchange for some excellent listicles. So fr- frustratingly, I didn't do very yep. well on that listicle. I, 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 my historic form has, has been yep. okay, but that was really quite bad. Um, I clearly need to get a one-way ticket to Charleston and uh, and start to kind of acclimate with the local goods and services before I do, do the next iteration of the listicles. Pa- pack your cobcorn grills as well. Yes, yep. pack your cobcorn grill and... Get ready for 10% off any labour and a nice pressure wash of your deck. Well, I think that's probably a suitable note to end on. That concludes this episode of Earth Calling. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Do subscribe. And if you're on Spotify, sign up for notifications and give us a download. Helps us a huge amount. The final thing is scooting on over to our Instagram where you can join our growing legion of fans who send us amusing anecdotes about their dates. And you can find us at earth underscore calling underscore pod. Earth calling pod. See you there. Next time, Ed and I will be immersing ourselves in the murky world of online random video chat. So please make, sure, please make sure to turn on those webcams or leave them off, depending on your preference, as we get deep in the world of chat roulette. Things are going to get really weird. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in. Earth out.